Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. Hello, Hostel Homies. This episode is brought to you by The Hostel Group. Visit thehostelgroup.com and support hostels by booking direct. Hello, Hostel Homies. Long time no talk. I'm a little out of breath. I was just beatboxing into the microphone uh, right before pressing record. I don't know why I did that. So if I'm like panting, that's, that's why. Uh, This episode took place a few days after the Hostel Homies Hang in London, and the event just could not have gone better. We had an awesome group meetup at Camden Town Brewery, where we had a tour, and then they just overflowed our drinks with their beer. They just kept bringing out different pitchers of different kinds to try. So a special shout out to Callum at Camden Town and the whole brewery itself uh, for starting off our night incredibly well. We had this big table and everyone was meeting each other and we had 10 countries represented India, Mexico, Australia just all over the world and it was really beautiful just to see people like sitting down and chatting and having fun and like coming from all these different backgrounds, perspectives and places around the world and a huge thanks to St. Christopher's Inn, Camden that's where we ended the event with the beer pong tournament. They just helped put the whole thing on which was absolutely incredible. The guest today is Tyler King. Tyler was actually one of the first people to respond to the event, saying that he was coming. He brought his sister, her boyfriend, and overall just made the event a lot more friendly and fun. Just very inquisitive, very curious, and was just always making sure that everyone else was having a good time. Tyler and I met up a few days after the event at Clapton Square in the Hackney Borough of London. This was a few hours before my flight, so we had to kind of rush through an interview. For this quick conversation, we dove into what makes Tyler a wanderer, his love for hospitality and showing people a good time in his own city, and how he started saving money to travel when he was just a young kid. So without further ado, please enjoy this quick conversation with Tyler King. Okay, so you bought Airbnb a hundred pounds in it. I'm offered you a place to come stay, food, water, drink, everything. And I know London in it. It's like for me, you'd come, you're gonna pay for a spot, it's gonna cost you nothing. Yeah. You're gonna, and you're gonna have the most best time ever. You have that energy too. You have that energy where it seems like you just want to help people Always. and make people feel. I, when we were texting yesterday, I was asking what you're doing. You're like, ah, I'm just kind of feeding the homeless right now. Like you kind of threw that under. There's like, I, I don't know. That's something that people, especially in our generation, don't seem to do as often. That person that's homeless, yeah. That little, do you know, like just giving that one little iota, yeah, could be the difference that takes them to the next level. It's like for me, it's always about the small margins, not, not the big margins, right. but people always look at the big things. I mean, but for me, like, listen, just one meal or like, hi, how are you? How's your day? Mm-hmm. Another encouragement. But like for me, I find that consistency, yeah, will take you forward. You know, like how you did like things like, you know, like how you got everyone a pint every day at the brewery thing, innit? Mm-hmm. Like for me, like there's so much good that goes on every single day. Let's talk about travel because we met each other because we were, well, because I was traveling. Definitely. And because you really enjoy traveling, you were on the Couchsurfer app 
you saw the event for the Hasa Homies Hang. You were actually the first person to confirm that you were coming. God knows how, how much work you put into that, yeah? It was, yeah, it was stressful and it was nice. It was so nice getting some feedback. You immediately reached out and said, all right, is there a WhatsApp group? Where are we meeting sort of stuff? And that, that kind of kept the momentum going for me, which was great. And the things like for me, the more the merrier. I mean, you've done the hard yards in making that can I say like event happen yeah. I'm gonna support you right you didn't have to put it up there yeah you could have easily just gone and done it for your own self <laughs> but you were being so generous which a lot of people don't do but for me as soon as I've seen it I'm like do you know what yeah I'll come embrace you I don't know who you are okay and the things like you've come all the way from America right to an event in my own city <laughs> that I wasn't aware of but I'm aware of it yeah I'm gonna make sure that we come do you know what I just wish I could just throw parties every single time like free events <laughs> but people would be like why is the food free why is this? Because people yeah, are so used to questioning it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because people are so used to paying for stuff. Right. Do you know what I mean, they're like literally like robots now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, say like we do like a burger store, you know, right? Literally everything's for free. No one will take it off us. They'd go pay for stuff. Yes. Because they, I mean? they would be scared. They'd be scared to take the. They'd be like, "What's the catch?" Mm -hmm. Yes. I want to throw more events where people can just come because it's expensive to travel and travelers are already paying a lot. So having a place where people can come and meet up and not having to break the bank is beautiful to me. Definitely. Um, for you. Traveling, I was looking through your um, Couchsurfing account. You've been to so many countries. Defo. Um, can you just briefly describe your past experience with travel and, and okay, what, right, ma what makes you do it too? Okay, um, so like basically like my dad used to work like a, you know like they look for oil, like a, like a big oil company. Mm -hmm. So like all my life, like I was never like in one school, mm -hmm. always just be all over the place. Yeah. And I, I'm the type of kid like when I was in the car, I'd look outside the window and I'd be like, what's that? I'd have like a little notepad and I'd map my, my, like, my, my journey mm -hmm. and then like, I don't need like a map, like I could walk anywhere, but I can find my way back. So like, for me, as a child, like I've always liked to go to places. I've always been interested in different like cultures, like even went to like Japan, go to China, go to South Africa, go to Jamaica, go wherever. Like for me, just meeting you, do you know what I mean? Like even like getting pen pals, like, do you know what, listen, I used to write a hundred letters. I used to go to the post office every single day and send postcards to people. What, like, were you, what were you sending in these letters? No, like, say I met you in America, yeah? I yeah. sent you a postcard when I got back to America. Yes, yeah, yeah. Do you know when I got back? So, like, I always try and keep in touch with you. But even people in my own family, they don't keep in touch with me. Like, even birthdays, like, for me, I've got, like, remember when I, when I save your name? I save everyone's name with their birthday. When it's your birthday, I'll know when your birthday is. Yeah. If I can, I'll send you a cupcake, I'll send you something. Before, as a kid, I wanted to go from Cape Town to Cairo, mm -hmm. like a road trip, right? And only I did it. All my mates took it out. Mm -hmm. I got the car, mm -hmm. I had it, petrol, everything. Drove through every single checkpoint that we had to do it, man, and we did it. Yeah. Right? Just me. But along the way, I picked people up. You know, like we just going and dropping off. Nice. But yeah, we yeah. went, and like we got to a point where like I think like there's kids going to school. We're picking up everything. But back then, yeah, we had no like there was no YouTube. I think that SMM whatever. But there was no Twitter. There was no Instagram. I wish I'd like vlogged it properly. Yeah, yeah. To put a thing, but there was nothing. Because you, you were meeting people. You were picking people up throughout these countries. There you go. And like for me, like it's like a information transfer. London for me, personally. London's like a big, massive country dis uh, disguised as a bank mm -hmm. do you know what I mean so if you don't know like the ins and outs of how to live in a bank you're always going to be constantly have nothing left right they're going to take from you and yeah. for me like as a kid I thought myself okay I'm going to make money so I'm going to walk to school so I used to make like 45 pound a week yeah so like basically like for me like, I think I was like five in it then I like, just like literally I had to go to school and catch two trains mm -hmm. cost me about five pounds like them going past mm -hmm. but I thought myself like no nah, I don't I'm, I'm not doing that so I found a way of walking to school mm -hmm. and back weather got myself like nice little raincoat and everything waterproof done it mm -hmm. so my mum like I'd have to knock on the door in the morning I'm like I need money for school like, sometimes you tell me like she hasn't got any and I'm like oh do you know what I'm, I'm not going to school then you, you're going to prison 
and then she'd have to dig it out from somewhere, <laughs> but the money came out. But then for yeah. me, I hated that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, in future, yeah, can I have my money every three months, yeah, every quarterly or whatever, yeah? Done, got my money. So I got my money, so like, I think I probably like get all my money in about, so like, I've got about grand, mm-hmm. right? Got my nan to put in a savings account for me, like a little ISA, saved up for me that way. And then on my way to school, I'd buy like chewing gum and like little drink bottles to sell to, sell, to, like, sell to my classmates. Mm-hmm. So then like, I think I was, so I was making 45 pound from walking, I was making 50 pound from sending stuff to my classmates. Mm-hmm. So I was making about 100 pound a week, right? <laughs> As a little kid. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like for me, I've always had that. But so, like, so, so I've made the money, right? And then I'd be like, back in the day, we had, a, I think in America, you guys got a thing called like a greyhound. You know, like the buses, greyhound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to Sheffield. So I've ordered my greyhound. I ordered my tickets, everything. I'm like, Dad, can you just take me off at the station? I'm going to see Auntie in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. I've got my greyhound booked and everything. Like, what? What? You? <laughs> you already bought, you bought yourself a greyhound? Everything! Yeah, yeah. So, so, I, was like, I was so self-sufficient at, at, an, at an early age. When you fit, it sounded like you were ready to travel at a young age too. Always, ready to get always. out. Yeah. Listen, my dad called me, you're a wanderer. He bought me a mountain bike, yeah? And I rode from here to Watford. I don't know how far that Watford is from like maybe 20 miles. Boom. How do you get there? Do you know what I mean? And the thing like back there, like wait, internet was limited, everything like, but I found a way of getting close, like, say I'll be like, listen, I wrote, right, I wrote my letter to an auntie. I'll be like, I'm coming on Saturday. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'll see you there. Yeah. So she, I gave the heads up here yeah, that she knew I was going to come uh-huh. and I'd be there. <laughs> That's amazing. And, I, and I'd turn up here, yeah, I'd stop at like say Tesco, I'd get some eggs, bacon, whatever. Do you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't just turn up with nothing. Mm-hmm. I'd go with milk, everything in, I'm ready because I'm here to stay for a couple of days. Yes. So I've brought some food while I'm here. Like what? <laughs> like, mean? Who is this little kid? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I just discovered that I could actually walk mm-hmm. like, from here. Yeah, you and I on our walk back to the to the hostel from the brewery yep. at the hostel homies hang. You were you were discussing. It, it seemed like a joy for walking. You you enjoy doing it, and you just know that you can. And you've walked through some pretty crazy places. Yeah. So map terrain. Honestly, like my favorite class was geography, mm-hmm. map reading, and like you know, you've got the compass of protectors. You know, like when your feet start to burn. I'm like, this is just like pain leaving the body. So yeah. you just break through that barrier Keep going. and you go. What's the longest you've ever walked for? Uh, London to Ghana. London to Ghana? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's been really long. But for me, like, it wasn't like just in one sake, but like anywhere with travelers, yeah, I just love it. Because mm-hmm. I know like what it takes to travel. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not an easy thing. But even people say like, you, the hardest thing is you felt like, you actually freeing it, but you felt like you're a prisoner. Like, like in, uh, I don't know, like Alcatraz, isn't it? Like when you're not traveling, like you're like, locked up. Yeah, like, you feel just, stagnant, exactly, yep. So you just needed to like, kind of get out, but now you're out on the field, yeah? Doing what you love, innit? You seem to, you seem to even when, because I'm meeting you obviously in your hometown, you seem to have the traveler's mentality, even when you're at home. I mean, you were so excited and inquisitive to meet people <laughs> at, at, at the event and you just had that amazing energy about you where you wanted, you wanted to know more about people. You seemed just as excited about being in London as, you know, everyone from Germany, everyone from France, everyone from South Africa. No, wait, I believe with London here, yeah? if you get bored of London, I think you're ready to die. London's such like, for me, <laughs> London's... so much to do, yeah. Exactly, listen, there's bits of London where I've never actually been to. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean, like, it's such a vast place and like, it could take me like forever to get there, even with walking, like for me. This is so lovely. You know, you're walking, fresh air. They call London the big smoke. So like, you know, like, it's that pollution everything. I'm sure like, you can see it in the skyline, like at yeah. night time you can see it, but not now, but just like that. But for me, like, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, like, it's just an enthusiasm who just wanted to travel. I will help you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You need a place to stay. Okay. Like for me, basically, just the basic, in it? Wi-Fi? 
Okay, place a crash, mm -hmm. right? Food in the morning, cereal, off you go. Perfect, you go on, yeah, go explore. A local show year round, like something that you even know existed in, like maybe like take you to like, I don't know, like even like a comedy night down here or whatever. A gig, you can sing, mm -hmm. karaoke night in it. Yeah. Sing your heart out to your power, <laughs> Go it? for yeah. it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Done. When, right. when uh, the listeners, when Hasahome's listeners come to London, how do they get in contact with you? Uh, get a hold of me, what can I say? Is it Couchsurfers? We've run Couchsurf as well, Tyler King, get me there and I'll be there as well, 100%. Perfect. So as it's starting to rain, I'll, I'll ask you the last question. Um, you've been to, I mean, I, I think it looks like about 40 different countries at least, maybe more over, that, yeah, yeah. I'll say 100. 100 different countries? Because I like, got to a point where like my passport, I had to keep applying for a brand new one. Yeah, yeah. This is how much we're doing it, so much. <laughs> where in the world should everyone go? I ask this question to all my guests. Is there a specific city or place or even more specific than that that you think everyone should visit? out of all the 100 plus countries you've been to? Manila or Cape Town? Manila or Cape Town, yeah. Because I'm saying particularly for like Manila, I think Manila would be like, a, you know, for me, like, say like you've got those places where like, it's like a TripAdvisor or Travago, you know, like them tourist destinations where like, it's so obvious, mm -hmm. like Hawaii, whatever, right. Honolulu, all that, no, 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 no. But the obscure places that you least expect to go to, Cape Town, you've got Table Mountain, right? You've got so much infrastructure, people, Cape Town flats, so much. Manila, just non-stop fun whatsoever. But for me, like, if you're gonna go anywhere, I'll say go to Manila or Cape Town. Like, this is my opinion anyway. So don't listen to Triple like Tri Trivago or all those little sites, because those guys are paid off commission, so they mm -hmm. just want you to go there. Yeah, these hotels people, are paying them, yes, exactly. exactly. So like, for me, like, always be like, for me, if you can, just like, don't be blinded by what you see, like Instagram, all that, like, have your own vision, see beyond that. Mm -hmm. And even for you, myself, my dude, wherever you go in your life, yeah, keep going on. Even if you feel like you don't have a podcast or edit, keep doing what you do, yeah? Because in the day, like, you're touching hearts, you're touching minds. But like, people might not give you all the plaques that you deserve, like you know, a medal, a Grammy, whatever. But for me, I'm going to give you one, and uh, you're getting a Grammy for being the best podcast dude ever. Because I know how hard this stuff is. Mm -hmm. This is not a joke. Like, legitly, this is like, this is work, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing something that you love to do. And I just want you to just, you know, like, no matter what keeps you ticking when you're feeling down and depressed, just do what you do. Because one day, ultimately, you will touch someone's heart. Like, like I'm sure like you have already. And like, I'm sure like you've got more choices to tell. But this guy is the truth, guys. If you're not on Spotify or Apple iTunes, subscribe to him every single week. Every like superstar didn't start a superstar. They start from somewhere. So like this is you getting your plaques. And you're getting there. Thank you very much, man. Up, man. Tyler King. It was such a pleasure meeting you. Absolutely, man. You're, you're such a, like, just a positive fucking bundle of energy, to be honest. Uh, no, wait, listen, one more thing. As I said, like, everything happens for a reason. So, like, for me, like, maybe I wasn't meant to meet you, whatever, but our lines came in line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've learned so much from you, and you've learned so much from me. And likewise, But yeah. going forward, like, just have, it's not the same energy that you have in it. Don't lose your eye in it. Like, no matter how, whatever happens in it, just keeping you. My man. But it's the nicest guy ever, man. I've ever met in London. Like, thank you so much. Dude, thank you. Tyler, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Definitely, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hostel Homies.